From the heart of Kansas City, it's time for Real Hooligans. Here's your host, Tim English. Ho, ho, hooligans! That worked? Oh, that sounded good. Oh, yeah. Let's that do it, baby. Good. That was exciting, Tim. All right. Energy. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Happy bitches. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate out there. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. It's, you know what? Oh, Just holidays. enjoy the last of the year. Find a way to be happy. Find someone, some way to spend time with that you love and appreciate people around you. Yeah, man. It's that time of year. It is. It's beautiful. Let's be happy, man. It's been a rough year for everybody. and year? It's been a rough couple <laughs> of years. I mean, you know. So, it's been a rough 40 years. Uh, you know, like like you've said before, man, let's, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new start coming up. Yep. So let's, let's use that. You know, turn let, the page. Let, let's, let's turn the page. Let's, let's enjoy the end of 2021 as much as we can, though. Happy holidays. Thanks for joining us. Tim and David here. Um, part two, part two of the of the of the of the real hooligan Christmas extravaganza. Part one being the Family Man episode. Hopefully you've listened. Not go back and listen to it right now. It's right down underneath you, underneath on whatever you're listening to, Apple or Spotify or whatever. So listen to that. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We've had a good year, dude. I'm really happy. Really, our we numbers are our, our numbers have been great. Um. People are responsive. Got people listening all over the freaking world. I would love to hear. I, I keep calling these motherfuckers out. I wish uh, I would like to hear from some of our out of country listeners. German? Do we, have Dude, German we got listeners? listeners in Ireland, Germany, France, Spain, nice. Canada, Excellent. South America? Yeah, man. I had no idea we're, we were we're we were worldwide worldwide hooligans baby yeah so that's what i'm saying let's just enjoy it. you know it hasn't been all bad good so let's uh there have been moments let's have some fun man so uh happy holidays we're gonna talk about just a fucking classic today it is it really is home alone this is my Watch it every year. Maybe. Oh yeah, you have to watch this one, and uh, obviously then spiral into into the the sequels. Home Alone, uh, Lost I did in that New York. Year. Yeah, I, I've watched. This is my third Home Alone movie. We watched Home Sweet Home Alone, which we will also discuss. That oh, I can't wait. Monstrosity. Um, but yeah, Home Alone's a freaking classic. I mean, directed by Chris Columbus and. Music by John Williams. Yeah. John Hughes wrote it. They right. They all went on to do other spectacular things. Yeah, so. man. I mean, it, I mean, it, an iconic performance by Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. And even you know Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci. I oh, mean, you know, phenomenal. I mean, you know, icon, iconic. And so anyway, it'll be fun to talk about. But it's also going to be fun to talk about the sheer brutality that Kevin McAllister unleashes on these poor bastards who were, I mean, they're trying to break in unrelenting. I mean, he had every right to defend his home. Where where does this menace come from? Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, not calling the cops. He's just like, I am going to fuck these dudes up. Rightfully. It's some pretty sick shit. So I'd also like to talk later about what do you think happened to Kevin McAllister as an adult? Like what job did he end up with? He's not just weird working at an ad agency or selling insurance. I, I, I assume he's doing something where like he was recruited. 
like a defense right department of defense <laughs> Something. like he was like recruited by somebody who's like he's jason Bourne. Hey, you may not have told your parents what happened but we know what happened yeah and we'd like to talk to you yes. about a little project your brain's going to be reprogrammed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Jason Bourne. Yes. All right. So anyways, yeah, fun stuff. We'll talk about Home Alone, Home Alone, Christmas movies, man. I mean, you know, we talked a little bit about that in the last episode. That'll carry over, though. So we'll car- talk about different ones in a different way. So. Other Christmas uh, and stuff. And then to carry on the, the, the tradition, I've, I've got a game. A game, Tim. Great. I will announce the name of the game later on. Wonderful. Because I don't want you to even... Oh, yes. I, I love that you yeah, keep me in the no. dark. And yeah, I don't even want you to I have, have no any, prep. Any, yeah, no prep. No prep. A little bit different. But, you know, games that we... It's a version of a game we've played before, I'll tell you that. Oh, is it what Sim thinking? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> no, uh, according to Tim. Um, I didn't do that one. I thought about it, but I think we'll do that one coming up in a future episode. All right. All right. So, anyways, you've got five questions. I do right? have five questions. Let me have it. Tim? One of your three kids is left home alone. Which one of your three kids is best able to defend your home? Zoe. I That was my thought as well. Because Zoe has that malicious... I, for some reason, I think that it would be fun for her. Yeah. Like, she would take she great would joy in it. designing the plan on the wall and then carrying it out. And... I say this just based on what I've watched when she plays Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Because, damn. To quote my oldest son, her older brother, Zoe has done things on Grand Theft Auto that I can't believe are animated. <laughs> so Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think she'd handle herself. All right. Name an item in your home you would use as a weapon that is not intended to be a weapon. Mm, wow. Well, I mean, I'm I don't... thinking, are you going to murder somebody with a Luke Skywalker pop? Yeah, I mean, you'd think <laughs> I'd have something like, you know, be like, well, I've, I've already put a lot of thought into this, but I mean, I've got this big, heavy cross right here that I've got over here. This is, you know, innocently yeah. draped with some... Some uh, rosaries, like I'm religious or something. Um, but that would fuck somebody up. Yeah, it would. You know, that's pretty heavy. It's got a nice base on it. That would definitely uh, uh, impact tremor someone's head. Dude, if you put all of the Funko vehicles on the ground, somebody's somebody's breaking a neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got some stuff over here. All right. Uh, have you ever forgotten one of your children somewhere? Um, no, no. Well, I can tell one story because it happened a long time ago, and obviously everything's happened. Fun sense. There was one time when Nick was a baby. It was a nice spring day, so it wasn't hot or anything. I went to the grocery store and came home. He was sleeping because Nick, he was a baby then, but he still does. It falls asleep in the car just after five minutes. I was bringing in the groceries and brought in the last load, sat down, left, Nick sat in there the for car. a couple minutes, and then just kind of had that. Where the f- what was I doing? <laughs> it was like, 
shit. My kid. And he was just, I mean, you know, windows were down. It was, you know, not, you know, but it was just like, that was just like one of the times where I was like, oh my God, don't tell anybody about that ever. This past week, I had a moment. I work from home. Sure. And I pick Elizabeth up from school every afternoon. And uh, she gets out of school at 310 is when she comes walking out the door expecting to see me. And working from home, I got distracted. And I wasn't paying attention. And I looked up at the clock, and it was 312. And I darted out of the house probably as quick as I have ever done so in my whole entire life. I've never moved that fast in my life. To get to the school at 317, and there's my my daughter just standing there Disappointed. on the step all by herself, the last kid just looking at me like, yeah. you asshole. I, I, I will say I, I've done the light picking up from school, yeah. uh, but also it was, you know, back when I was working from home, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you get involved in your projects and all of a sudden, hey, it's 2.40 and I'm keeping an eye on the clock becomes... You know, yeah. let me just finish this real quick. Yeah. Three, all of a sudden it's 310, 315, 320. You're like, oh, fuck. I, I, I had oh, to shit. set alarms now. So, so my afternoon is interrupted. Disclaimer, David and I are excellent parents. I really do love my child. Um, where would you travel to? What exotic destination would you travel to for a Christmas vacation? They've gone to London. The new one was in where, where they went. Tokyo. I think Ireland. Would that be a fun Christmas vacation? It'd probably look fucking cool. Yeah, probably. Look pretty. What what makes it a fun Christmas vacation? I don't know. I don't know. I've I've never have you ever been on a I mean gone I've anywhere never, for Christmas? No, we went to see my sister no. in New Mexico for a few years ago and it was just an awful trip. And see, if I wanted to leave somewhere for Christmas, I'm not going somewhere else that's cold and miserable. If I'm leaving somewhere, I want to go somewhere better than what I'm currently at. Yeah, I mean, I've been out in L.A. like around Christmas. It's, yeah. weird. it's weird. Yeah, that does sound weird. It does sound weird. I don't weird. know how people from hot climates do Christmas. It's the same. Yeah, There's still lights. Weird. It looks weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's too nice for this. A palm tree yeah. with Christmas yep. tree lights. It's weird. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, okay. Absolutely. What Tim, else you got? What's your favorite family holiday tradition? Well, it's dude, it's the Dharma box. Yeah, absolutely, because they're already asking me. That they're you know we're all here the other day for next birthday, and they were all w- talking amongst themselves about what's the theme of the Dharma box what are they this, year? Do this year. And for those that don't you know don't know the Dharma box story, just a quick recap: um, when Lost was ending, we decided to do something fun for Christmas that tied into what they like on lost. There were the Dharma drops. The Dharma initiative was dropping off mysterious packages, just supplies and shit on the Island. Okay. So we thought it'd be fun to, um, get them a bunch of lost themed presents and package them in Dharma initiative wrapping paper and, you know, leave it mysteriously on the front porch. And it's become a tradition every year. We just, the box has different movie or TV show theme. Yes. And we give it to them in different ways. It shows up mysteriously during the day. They know it's coming from us. They're waiting for it, but they never know how we 
accomplish it. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's one of, it's, dude, we have transcended Santa Claus. This is a, it's fucking genius. I mean, it's like they are more excited for the Dharma boxes than they ever were for Santa Claus's children. It's great. And and it's last night we were having dinner wondering how long do this, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, well, yeah, we're like, so someday do we have to have like a box for them and a box for the grave? You know, it's like, how does this, you know, do we recruit them yeah. into just helping? So it's like, cause yeah, they're, they still expect it. Huh. Even Nick at 22 years old is like, what's the Dharma Where's theme? the box? Yeah. What's the Dharma what's theme going to be? Box? Just, it's just the curiosity of what's the theme going to be. They never know. They, it's not stuff they ask for, you know? So it's anyways, that's my, that's, favorite. That, that's what we do. What about you? Do you have a, a, a tradition that you guys, what's your favorite? Uh, my favorite tradition is we have a Christmas village in our home and you know how I feel about Christmas, Tim. We made no bones about it in the last episode. Um, so it's it's just whatever. Um, but mysteriously in the middle of the night, all of the Marvel DC all of all of my nerdy Christmas ornaments and such magically find their way into the Christmas village um, to do battle. <laughs> so nice. all of these wonderful tiny figurines have taken over this beautiful Christmas village with all of its wonderful Christmas celebrating civilians wandering around the streets, and we've got Venom and Spider Man swinging from buildings, and it's it's, it's just brilliant. Lovely. I love it, man. It's that's, lovely. That's awesome. All right, dude. Let's talk some Home Alones. Shall we? Chris Columbus. This is a Chris Columbus who actually did something for America. <laughs> so let's just pat him on the back for that. He He's gave done us, some great stuff. He gave us Home Alone. He gave us... Some Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, man. Miss Doubtfire or something. What else has he done? He's been a pretty prolific Yeah, director. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's a good family movie director. He did The Help. The movie Rent. was awful. Yeah, that's, I was looking through that the other day. He directed Rent. That really surprised me that he was the director of the film adaptation for Rent. I see. Better? Yes, better. Sound problems? All yeah. Right, we're good. Yeah. <clears throat> Gremlins 3 looks like it's still listed as a uh, announced. I don't think that's been announced. Adventures in Babysitting. His directorial debut. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I loved it. Fucking great when movie. When she is dancing around her room oh, at the beginning uh, of that Elizabeth movie. Oh, was so goddamn adorable. Wonderful. Man. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, Thor is in that movie. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Plays Thor. Um Zemo is over here bugging me again. So yeah, he's uh he's had some misses though. Um those Percy Jackson movies are terrible. <laughs> Pixels. He was a producer on Fantastic Four, huh? Okay. The Rise of the Silver Surfer. Uh, Bicentennial Man? How'd you feel about that one? Uh I don't remember it, so I guess I, I I guess I don't think very much of it. Good. So, yeah. So, all right. So, written by John Hughes, who we have made no no secret for our love for just a the legendary John wonderful Hughes. Wonderful writer, director. Fucking 
at this fucking cat over here. Look at her being a little motherfucker. You brought that thing into the house. What did you expect? I know, man. We just let animals in our house. It's so crazy. So anyway, so we've got uh, Macaulay Culkin, little cutie kid. Coming he was off, adorable. Coming off a big starring role in uh, Uncle Buck. Which was another fantastic yeah. movie. We got Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern playing the the bumbling crooks. The wet bandits. The wet bandits. Daniel Stern is so great. And Joe Pesci, it's just, it's a great, he's one of those, he's a great actor because of how good he is at comedy and how good he is at just being a menacing son of a bitch. Yes. You know, because, you know, it's one reason why him and De Niro have been able to transcend throughout their careers is because they've been able to adapt easily into these other roles. I mean, De Niro yes. was great in Analyze This or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh-huh. he's, you know, meet the, meet the parents. Meet the, God, he's, meet meet, the Fockers. Meet, yeah, the meet first the one's the best one. Though. I mean, he's, yeah. he's so great in that movie, you know, because he still plays himself. But, you know, yes. he's able to make it funny, you know I mean? So just being on the joke and Pesci is just, he's, you know, these are, this is a classic movie. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, where would you like to begin with? You want to start with the neglectful parents who leave this little prick at home? How about the, his asshole family? They're just all assholes to him. Yeah. You know, I watched this with my daughter and... 10 minutes into the movie, she's looking at me like, why are all of these people so mean to each other? And and you you really just see it right out of the gate. You guys just are a weird dysfunctional family. And so the rest of this movie kind of makes sense from that standpoint of, well, I'm not surprised you left him at home. You, You guys are just awful. Yeah. Yeah, from the get-go, man. I mean, Kevin's kind of a precocious, smart-ass little kid. He's smarter than the rest of the household, that's for sure. He, he sure is. And But I, I don't think he ever does anything to deserve the treatment his family's given him. I mean, they're all, no. they're all treating him like shit. And it wasn't like Kevin was just being a dick and then all of this stuff happened. It was Kevin's a dick because... Everybody way. else in his family, it treats him like shit. Yeah. Of course his, he's going to be an his asshole. His uncles and, and cousins are coming into his house and just treating him like shit. And his parents are just like, whatever, dude, just let it go. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, but they're all doing shit and they're not letting me specifically not do it for no reason. Yeah. They're bullying him, David. They are. They are bullying him. And, you know, so Kevin has a, a right to be angry. He's like, dude, it's fucking yes. Christmas. We're trying to have this vacation. Everybody's, why is everybody being an asshole to me? And, and no wonder he lashes out and yeah. has such hostility towards yeah. everyone. His brother brother uses it against him. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, uh, you know, and, you know, we, we talk about forgetting a kid. And they make it believable here. How sure. it could happen. I mean, you know, it's still like, damn, how do you leave a kid? But yeah, you know, all that, of those people and not one why, of them. Why the fucking neighbor kids out fucking around by the car? Yeah. You know, but hey, man, his head got counted. You sure. Know? And not by a parent, by by a cousin. Yeah. Not her fucking job. But, you know, um, but yeah, it's it's easy to do. And then, you know, at the time that planes were, you know, the way you sat on a plane, it was like every man for himself. Yeah. Random fucking seating back in the early nineties, pre nine eleven. Yeah, so there wasn't, there wasn't assigned seating. 
Yeah, you you saw. I mean, I'm not sure how accurate this is, but they literally just like hand her a stack of tickets, and then all just all walk she on. She just hand takes the tickets, holds them, you know, closer, and goes, "Okay, you guys can go through." She didn't even look at the tickets. No, they could have handed her like 11 pieces of paper. We still getting on this plane? Yeah, they're on and they're gone. Yes. Um, you know, they they wake up late. You're panicked. You're rushed, dude. It's, yeah. I mean, it's craziness. Shit happens. And Kevin gets left behind, and he's cool with it at first. You know, that's kind of what he wanted. You know, that initial sense of freedom that he wanted the night before of having an empty house, he now has. And who wouldn't go fucking crazy? How how hilarious is it how you can just tell that they just go for that close-up of him saying a line and making a face. Yes. I mean, it's such a go-to move for Columbus in this movie. That, yes. And it's just like, I wonder, like, I would love to see, like, uh, the outtakes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, of, yeah. Of, of just all his little, you know, he has so many, you know, my parents are, you know, gone, you know, or Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I mean, just with all, yes. all of these lines that he does where it's basically just him turning and looking at the camera making some cute little eyebrow move mm-hmm. and insane as line. You yes. know, I, I would just love to see all the takes. Just milking that they, child actor goodness. <laughs> they had to have abused every child labor law yes. to get as many fucking takes of that kid as they could. Um, but yeah, so Kevin gets left. He's home alone, man. So he was just going to make the best of this. And meanwhile, you know, the what bandits are planning to break in, David. And, They're casing the neighborhood. Yeah. And how fucking shitty are his neighbors? The same truck literally pulls in front of this house every fucking night. Right. And they just sit there. Nobody notices this? Yeah. Nobody cares? There's at least three times before the end sequence where they physically get out of the truck and try to go in. Yes. The neighbors know they're out of town. There's like a service truck backing into the driveway. What? And how come none of the neighbors notice the party that Kevin set up at the house? If they know that... Yeah. Kevin's family is gone to yeah. London for the holidays. Nobody noticed this giant party that Kevin Kevin has staged and said, "Hey, wait a minute." Yeah, I mean, what what a shitty bunch of neighbors. But you know what, man? Yeah, I mean, I, I believe it a little bit more today, right? Because this right, is, this nobody is, knows their neighbors no, anymore. I don't know my neighbors. I don't know my neighbors. So, all right. So Kevin's home alone. Got dudes trying to break in. Okay, and this is going to end with uh, some violence. We, we Some all know, violence. We, we, all, we all know where this is going. Um, what do you want to talk about before we get to the chaos that's unleashed on the wet bandits? Do you want to talk about John Candy? You want to talk about the sad old man that lives next door? Let's talk about the sad old man that lives <laughs> next door. That is where I want to go. Yeah, great. You know, because that's what I needed is some, some daddy issue shit for, for my <laughs> Christmas viewing. Um, ooh, uh, yeah, so we have the old man that lives next door that... Kevin and his family tell stories about how this guy murdered Marley, his, his family, which has to be a shout out to um, a Christmas Carol. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. So, but this guy, you know, it turns out that he just had a disagreement with his son. Yeah, he's just a lonely old man. Yeah, man. And that's the beauty of Christmas is sometimes you just have to be nice to somebody you're not normally nice to because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. And chances are during the holidays, they're going through it. Yeah, man. We all do. So 
So we got this guy, and he becomes, you know, part of these movies is apparently Kevin befriending old people. Yeah, the weirder, lesser yeah. viewed humans. There was the homeless chick with the birds in it, Central yeah. Park in the second one. Um, yeah. So let's see. So what? let's talk about... Okay, so we got the old man. What about... Okay, Kevin's mom realizes she left him when she's on the plane. And how about the journey that she has to get back... And she literally walks in that door four fucking minutes before everybody else in her family who just waited for a later flight. Weird. What a weird story construct that was. What a weird, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, so she just would have spent the night in Paris. She would have made it back literally at the exact same time. They could have all walked in together and Kevin would have still been in the same place yeah. sitting, waiting for his family yeah. to show up on Christmas. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's 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 this whole situation with these neglectful parents, and how come he never calls the cops? In the in Home Sweet Home Alone, he does make a point of not calling avoiding the, the police, not calling the cops, so his parents don't get in trouble. Yes, so it is like addressed, thought out. Yeah, yeah. Because Kevin mean, never makes any attempt to contact uh, an. An adult uh, that might be able to help. Never goes resolve. to a neighbor. No. And it's like, I'm trying to think, what would my kids do? And of course, today you just text somebody. My yeah. fucking parents left for Europe. Can you come pick me up? Yeah. Can I crash <laughs> you at know? your place for the next four days? Yeah. They go, I don't know. I, I don't know. So it'd be interesting to think about. All right. So, Kevin, home alone. What bandits are trying to break in. And they come back almost every night. And he slowly starts to develop, like, his plan for. He knows he has to defend himself right. in his house. Right. He has a, a sweet little moment with the old man where he finally hears his story. Yes, in the church. It was lovely. Yeah. And then goes home, and he he had that map already, though. Yeah. He designed so the he's, map he's been, prior. He yeah. knew what, what it was. was like. Coming. It was like he did it. It's like he had some night where he was, like, drunk on YooHoo or something. And, <laughs> and it was yeah. like, man, if those Watch motherfuckers come back, I'm going to fuck them up with irons and fucking tar and ice and... Feathers and nails. Yeah, and paint cans and... I'm really hot gonna, doorknobs. Yeah. How, how does it... Okay, we'll, goes. We'll, get, we'll, we'll get into that here in a minute. So, but yeah, he had that planned out. And then he's like, he, on his way home, he's like, no, I'm going to go home and implement this. Yes. They're coming back. So I'm, I'm going to implement this plan. He knows at nine o'clock, the right. wet bandits are coming back. Right. So, all right. And so the plan. Yeah. So immediately, yeah, it's ice outside. These guys are falling down steps. And now I, I, in my head, though. So you have to keep me straight because I keep going to the part in the second one where he's throwing the bricks off the building. Yeah, which is hilarious. I, 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 I was like, oh, my God, the fucking head trauma that that dude is suffering. He yes. gets hit by four bricks. In the face from three stories. Yeah, that's the head trauma. No, that is crushed skull. You are, yeah, you are laid out. Tra- you trauma. Are, he's you out, are probably dude. dead after four bricks. Yeah. Yeah. And... and the chaos this boy unleashes is is something else. You know, it, it is. I equate what Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci went through as 
to what John Wick endures during a John Wick movie <laughs> from start to finish. I mean, you just don't understand how the human body can take so much abuse and still get up and continue to function and move forward. Well, and it's just like, then there's like, okay, the Daniel Stern gets in. What's his name? Damn it. Let me look up their names real quick so I can call them by there. It's Marv and God damn it. God damn it, man. Harry. Yeah, Harry. Okay. So Marv is Daniel Stern. Harry is Joe Pesci. So Marv goes in the back, the basement. He gets into the basement finally and gets his feet caught on the tar, continues up, loses his shoe, loses his socks, steps on. I'm like, why are you, why are you keep going, dude? What He's is in this power. house so valuable? Yeah. What is so, why at this point, aren't you like, dude, fuck it. This is after he got shot in the face. When he stuck his head in the doggy in door. In the doggy door. Shot with a BB gun right in the right in the forehead. And, yeah, I, I get it at, the, at some point, you know, and Joe Pesci is Joe Pesci. So he is just like, man, fuck this kid. I'm going to murder this kid. Yeah. I mean, they're going to murder him. So he has a right to defend himself. Um, What else? Have, oh, the, he dude catches an iron to the face. So the one that gets me is Kevin... Rigging the um, the faucet, so Dan- Marv yeah. gets covered in paint, right, and then electrocuted. Yeah, these are some insanely thought out. How did he think of these things? I don't know. Or am I thinking of the second one? Am I mixing them up now, Tim? I, I, is it possible that all of the schemes have run together <laughs> I think and so. this is just and one I, big I, long I, thing? I just watched them back to back. Oh my today god! Too, so I'm just like blurred. Yeah, um, you started talking about throwing bricks off yeah. the, and now I'm 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 on some Home Alone two shit. Right? There, there's the paint cans. They go back into the house, and he's swinging the paint cans out. Yes, and that's kind of the the blunt force trauma that you know yeah, they endure the one. first one. Yeah, and then it's you know. Accentuated in the next one with the bricks, but yes. yeah, he hits him with the paint cans in this one. It sets um, Harry's head on fire yes. through a and a, a light bulb that he causes to explode. It's like crazy shit. That's it's some like, MacGyver level how shit. Did the, how's a kid think of this stuff? That's insane. Which raises a question to me, Tim. Does does he have some 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 mental? things going on that we should be looking at between being bullied by his family and now carrying out such acts of terrorism while justified. I mean, it's pretty demented that this kid is thinking up all of these horrible ways right. to inflict pain upon people. There's probably some, somebody Instead should step in and the police talk to this kid, man. Hey, can we, can we sit down and are you feeling okay? You, you yeah. having some thoughts we need to talk about? Hey officer, I'm home alone. These dudes are going to break into my house tonight. Yes. I mean, instead he's like, I'm going to kill somebody. I am going to torture I, these I, men. I could kill two people. I could kill two people. I'm going to kill two people. Just for the fun of it's it, just dude. Like, he's just like, fuck it, man. I'm home alone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anything goes now. Yeah. yeah Law and order. And you would think he's old enough to understand. If he's old enough to mastermind this this plan of brutality he's old enough to understand hey this is this is not right i need to right. i need to get an adult involved in this situation and then at the end he he lures them into the neighbor's house 
Yes. So, so and, now we, and then calls the cops, claiming to be the neighbors. Yes. And gets them arrested at the neighbor's house. Never once comes out and goes, oh, yeah, they were at my house, too. Dude, he just, he cleans that shit up. Yeah. He's just peeking out the blinds. Yeah. I, 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 that's what we were, we were like, dude, does he, like, clean up his mess yeah. before his parents go? Oh. Like, because I don't think the parents know about the wet bandits, right? No. That's no. more fucked up. That's that's brand new stuff. <laughs> that's even crazier that he goes, and I'm never going to tell anybody about this. Yeah. Because it well, does. Where's the old man? Where, you know, he rescues Kevin at the end and hits two dudes with shovel, which oh. ultimately puts them out right. and, and leads to them getting arrested. Right. But where is he? In all, why is he not? He knows the kid know. is home alone maybe, from the church. Maybe we he really this. did kill his family and he doesn't want anybody asking questions. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So he's, he, he just kind of covers it up at the end. He just kind of decides that, you know, um, this is good enough for me. I I, I almost killed these guys. I, I got them arrested. He just cleans up his mess, which seems more sadistic to me um, in the end. Because if you think about it, it, it is more fucked up that the parents forget him. Because it's not like they think, you know, um, oh, well, he's just locked himself in the house and was able to. No, dude, he was about fucking murdered. Yeah. Like, oh, your kid was terrorized by thieves every night you were gone. Yes. And they will never know that guilt. The trauma inflicted right? upon mean, this kid. Exactly. That's just like. Because you forgot. Yeah. It's not only where did you leave him at home. Dude, he was almost murdered. And he had to, like, de- like defend himself. Yeah. Against attackers when no neighbors did anything to help him. Nobody paid attention to any of the warning signs going on throughout the week. No. Can we talk about sure. the pizza guy? So this pizza guy, it's kind of a kind of a terrible pizza guy. He hits the statue in front of the house every yeah, time so does, so does he the, arrives. The guy, the dude that picks him up. Mm-hmm, yeah. So Kevin orders this pizza. Yeah. And the pizza guy shows up and delivers it out back. And Kevin plays the the clip from the movie, the right. fake clip. Right. And the end of the clip is is just machine gun fire. <laughs> and he plays this in the direction of the, the pizza guy. He has an interaction where he plays the clip and responds to the pizza guy with with the clip. And, and gunfire erupts. At no point in time does this <laughs> delivery driver leave the scene of this pizza delivery and say, that's fucked up. Dude shot at me with a machine gun. I'm going to call the authorities and get them to come to the house and be like, why the fuck are you shooting at the pizza delivery guy? No. He's just like, I, I got another pizza delivery. It's going to be free and I'm going to get fired. David, have you ever been a pizza delivery boy before? No, I have I, not. I have. And sometimes you just have to move on to the next one. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, all right. So, I always have. I love the wild stories that home delivery service people always have to tell about the fucked up places and people they have seen oh. along those journeys. Oh, I had interesting stories from, from, from my days. I saw lots of naked people. And, and, and the funny thing about that is, is it's always more 
dong that you're seeing yeah, dude, than I'll, it is. Uh, it's ne- <laughs> it's like one out of 15 might be a woman that answers the door naked or close to naked. The other 14 are just dong swinging dudes who are like, <laughs> I, had, I gotcha. I had one dude. Uh, it was when I worked at little Caesars, his dude calls. He was like, he's like, are you going to be delivering the pizza? I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he goes, well, I'm just, he's like, I'm just wondering. He goes, cause I'm getting off. He's like, I'm just getting off from work. So I'm usually, you know, like doing stuff, you know, I don't, I, what stuff, dude? I, don't I, I, I fucking like, say I, that. I'm just thinking, like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I'll, I'm at the door. I just hated your shit. I don't care what you're doing. You yeah. Know? And so I was, like, I, was, I, I think I said, I was like, bro, I don't really care what you're doing. I don't care how you, you know, I think I assumed he was doing drugs and shit. Sure. Smoking some pot. Um, no, man, the motherfucker came to the door buck ass naked. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you know, man, I just like to get naked after work. And I was like, call the fucking pizza delivery guy. I was like, just. Yeah, this is weird. Give me money. Yeah, I was like, nah. He's like, I don't want to know where you're storing that money. I don't want to come in. I I did get flashed by women. Sure. I saw some, yeah. Great boobs, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two people, like this one time, these people were obviously fucking when I, you know, came by. And she was like, it was like, uh, they were at a hotel room and he like had the door and she was just sitting by the bed and she popped her blanket open. She had amazing body. I was like, that's good enough tip for me. Thanks. Delightful. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for, thank you. Thanks for All right. Me. So yeah, no plenty of, you know, a lot of weird shit. I, I had a lot of pizza delivery jobs. That was a great job. I just turn around, smoked pot and delivered pizza. I hate driving. So uh, that was never going to work for me. I, I, like I delivered it, water beds and installed water beds when I was in high school. That was, that was one of my very first jobs. I delivered pizza. I worked for, uh, like a, a a meat shop, and I delivered meats. I drove a big ass suburban around every Tim's morning. Got the meats, yeah, dude, it was awesome. It was this big ass vehicle, and just drove fucking you know. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> again, <laughs> all right, spinning off. Fucking pizza that, delivery guy. <laughs> I was like, what got to start there? The pizza delivery guy. Yeah, it's it's amazing the the number of people who just ignore this the blatant. What the fucks? Yeah. I mean, he goes to the grocery store. And, you know, I used to go to the grocery store when I was little and just have a list and some cat. You know, I don't know. I guess you'd look at it weird, but you're like, whatever. None of my business. Not that weird. Okay. I was such a dumbass little kid. There was no way that my mom was sending me to the store with money to retrieve something and bring it back. I, I'd be the motherfucker that comes back with a handful of magic beans. (laughs) Mom looking at me like... Why do I send you plays? Oh, Why do I count on you? Yeah, exactly. So I didn't ever have that problem. All right. So and we won't go through Home Alone 2, but he gets lost in, you know, he gets left in New York or he goes to New York, wrong plane. And again, even that mistake is like he followed a guy that looked like his dad. Yeah. And again. But the, he was being an asshole at the time. Sure. And this one was a little more unprovoked than the first one. Kevin was just being a dick because he wanted batteries and wanted to play with his stupid recorder while they're trying to run through an airport to get to their plane. So this one is a little more, hey, Kevin, this one might be on you for being a shithead. The mistake, you know, I'm just saying like he, you know, and again, it's on that, those people checking those tickets, man. He's just like, my dad went and she's like, okay. Off you go. Uh, this one we get Tim Curry, yeah, who's always awesome. He's great in everything. <laughs> he just has the the best. Uh, oh shit, face. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, just, I can't even describe it. He's just great, dude. Um, 
And obviously we have like one of the worst cameos in the history of film in this movie. But yeah, I, I, I did want to ask about this. Right. And uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the pol- politics of, of this all. Sure. But there was a discussion about when this movie was going to be released on Disney Plus, if they were going to edit out that scene. Oh, that would have been dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you can't pretend it doesn't exist and, as and, much as we'd like to. Yeah. And it's kind of like the, the, the racist stuff, you know, happening to put a disclaimer at the beginning of, you know, the Muppet show because of the wild shit that they were doing on that. Um, I, I don't think you can alter your material. It is no, what it is at this point. Stupid. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm not for that. It just, just for me, it's just his ego. Yeah, that's all I see. Sure. I see. Of course, of course, he has a fucking cameo. Um, so yeah, so the violence into that one is even is even crazier. Yeah, they yeah, crank, it's they like, yeah it that, I'm telling you, he would have fucking killed. And, and they, honestly, when they ran into him on the street, Kevin probably wouldn't have lived long after that. They no. probably would have just dragged him into an alley and killed him. Just murdered him yeah. right there. I, I, and you're in New York; nobody's going to care, or notice no. at all. So they see that shit every day. Um, so he he really got lucky that he wasn't just stabbed in the fucking stomach like right there on that street corner yeah <laughs> like, jesus i just don't uh, i'm thinking if i was the sticky bandits the, the sticky change bandits, their names yeah. yeah i would have just fucking stabbed him right there just cut his just fucking throat snap his right. neck <laughs> just, just pull With him in and just yeah just fucking snap his little fucking pipsqueak neck yeah. so let me ask you this question tim um if you set aside the it was the first one and that's what made it special and unique and wonderful. What's the better movie? The first one or the second one? Oh, the first one's still the best one. I think I'm not sure. Well, the second one's a good sequel. But yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what is your argument for the second one over the first one? Um, just the ratchet up. Of the, you know, the, the tricks and stuff were fun in the first one. Right. But the, the level of damage inflicted in the first one is a much smaller scale and, and far more realistic, I think, in in the, in what a kid would do to, to some adults. I mean, he drags him all over New York there for, I mean, over to like his uncle's abandoned place. I mean, he He knows his way around the boroughs. Yes. New York. Someone who accidentally, you don't see my quotes there, accidentally ended up there. Yes. Um, The, the tools afforded him in the second one were all grown up tools. He didn't have the toys and the, and such to, um, to scare them with. Um, so as a grown up who doesn't I'm indifferent about Christmas movies, whatever. Um, so this one was a whole lot more fun from, from that standpoint of, I don't need a childish movie. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and actually try and murder these guys this time. And see, that's the thing about the third one is in the third one, you know, the couple that's trying to break into his house, they're doing it to get, a valuable doll that they think this little asshole kid stole yes. a kid that showed up to their open house and just literally disrespected that dude like yeah, all over his fucking house. Complete fucking uh, dick like, of a kid. Cause he's like, Hey, can I have one of those, those like 48 ounce, like cans of energy drink you got over there? And the dude's like, maybe if you ask your mom, literally all he says to this little bastard yeah. and the kid starts just, 
disrespecting his ass all over the place, calling his stuff shitty look. I mean, he's just being a prick. Yeah, he's a, a fucking... And then they think they, he steals the doll, and they think the family goes out of town, so they're like, oh, my God. You know, they're trying to, like, save their family, their house. Yes. So it's like they actually have a, a storyline that, it, you know, you actually are more concerned about them, their story than this little asshole and his British family. So it, it's like you never have any chance to even empathize for this kid. He's an asshole. The people actually have a good reason for it. I mean, they go about it all wrong. The sure, whole time they're they breaking the in, they're, they're like, we have to get this ugly little boy because it's like a... The doll is like a boy with an upside down face. It's a really old porcelain doll yeah. that is worth a bunch of money. Like 200 grand. Because it's a mistake and the kid's head is on upside down. Yeah. It's worth an ungodly amount. So ju- just to keep the plot going, they break in and they're saying stuff like, "We have, once we get this ugly little boy and sell him, the kid thinks they're going to like slave traffic him. I mean, you know, yes. he, you know, he thinks he's going to go have to live with like old women or some weird shit. But... Um, it's still, and this is again, like he sets one of them on fire, David, like on fire. <laughs> yes. Not just a, like when, a they, fire when, when Macaulay Culkin burns Joe Pesci's head and it's hilarious. And he goes out right. and sticks his head. In the, he literally sets this woman on fire and has no way of knowing she'll probably be fine. So he pours an accelerant all over the ground. Yeah. Where this woman has to walk to enter the house and then drops a fire grenade on top of her. That explodes That's on the insane. ground and lights this woman on fire. There's the potential for absolute death from, yeah. from I mean, this firebomb. Yeah. I mean, there is no there is no way that you could know or control what was gonna happen when you dropped that fire grenade on top of her. Yeah, it's crazy. And and it is just a you know, overall it's just a much less likable movie. My God. Yes. Like the 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 people breaking in are idiots. The family's awful. Like the mom was an idiot. I just couldn't even I didn't even yeah. understand how she left her kid. Except outside of just being an incompetent bitch. Yeah. I mean she leaves her kid. There's no scene of frantic rush, mistaken identity. He just got left behind because we thought he was in the goddamn car. Yeah, she's just gone. No, she's, she's just gone. Leaving that other dude. I don't even know what his role in the family the was. The uncle guy. He's like in charge of the second group, but he didn't even know the kid was there, so it's no. not his fault he got left behind. That's just a very unlikable movie. But it was entertaining because it was just so, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Just cr- uh, crazy. The violence and was, they all was like, pretty intense. Become buddies at the end, and they're yeah, like they're all celebrating Christmas, Christmas together. What? Yeah, Anyways. they figure out, haha, this is all just a big misunderstanding. Well, dude, Home Alone's a classic. It's awesome. It's a fucking classic. I um, enjoy it, and you know, I, I'm sure that's that's a that's that's gonna get rebooted from here until yeah, there's the always our, Home Alone is of, always gonna be in our, our lives. Time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's gonna be yeah. Who knows what they'll do next? Um, so, Hopefully something better than what they just did. Right. So I thought, since this is our last holiday special for this year, that we should play a game. Oh, Jesus. Here now, we go. Now, for those of you who listen, David and I used to always play games, you know, and what I do is they're all the games that I create on my own. I create the questions. You are the master of games. Right. So... Uh, This week, we're going to play... Wait, what movie are you describing? 
<laughs> and in this, I'm going to give you a plot, but it's going to be as if a poorly described plot. Like if I was describing a movie. Of a movie. Just someone who was like, yeah, didn't get what the movie was really about, but got what the movie was about. Okay. okay. So, all right. I'm going to read these off, and you will see how many you get right. Start you off with an easy one. A boy feels neglected at Christmas and yearns for the one thing that will give him peace and shut his family up for good. A rifle. A Christmas story. There we go. You'll shoot your eye out. Ding, ding, ding. I used to have sound effects. I used to get, get my little buzzers out again. Oh, yes. Shit, I forgot about those. It's just uh, me. I don't have to buzz. That, that, but it's fun to just ding when you get one right, you know? All right. A failed inventor wants nothing more to impress his grown man of a son who apparently refuses to move out of the house. An impulse purchase of an exotic and illegal creature from a Chinese <laughs> black market thrift store <laughs> fails, and he fails to follow the clearly addressed rules of care and becomes a catalyst for a nightmare in a swarm of, when a swarm of demon creatures invades a small town. Oh, the wonderful holiday classic Gremlins. Yes, Gremlins. It's a Christmas movie. It's evil. <laughs> All right. I love that. Now I got to look around. <laughs> Is there one visible? Um, I know you have to have a gremlin somewhere. Right. Oh, yeah, there they are. Right there. There's stripe. I do have gremlins. Three right. of them. After manipulating and murdering his former business partner, a crooked businessman sets out to ruin a loyal employee's Christmas. He begins to spiral into self-loathing and regret, succumbing to paranoia and hallucinations, becoming convinced that the sins of his past, present, and future are haunting him, forcing him to realize that everyone he knows will be better off when he's dead. Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol. That's right, David. You, wow. Dude, you're three for three. I told you, and I'm invested in Christmas you this you year. You are. fucking on it this year. All right. A cunning and manipulative con man ambushes a rich and powerful businessman and is in his family during the holiday season, claiming to be the man's long-lost son. He says he was abducted by an elderly couple and forced into slavery and woodworking for years. The con man works to drive everyone he comes across to the brink of insanity by pretending to be a mentally retarded imp prancing around in stockings claiming he knows Santa. Holy shit. I'm... <laughs> you had... What? Um, uh, wait. I'm, what movie are you describing? Have, what the hell? I, I'm an Elf? Elf! Four for four. Elf, God. David, you're on a roll. That one was that one was a, a uh, little bit tougher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's go with this one. Um, might be an easier one for you, maybe. A banker accused of embezzlement wants to kill himself on Christmas Eve. During a drunken hallucination, he's visited by a supernatural presence that shows him an alternate universe where he never existed, forcing him to watch the people he loves carry on without him, none to the wiser of the life they once knew that had been plagued by his selfish decisions. It's a classic. It's a classic. Scrooged? No. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. It's all right. So you got your four and one here, and we've got two more. Okay. I think I'll I'll finish with a winning record, so I feel good. Three more, actually. Oh. After creating a disturbance at a family holiday gathering, an innocent young boy is abandoned to live out his days being hunted by murderers and thieves when the family seeks refuge in Europe. 
Suffering from guilt, the mother must trek halfway around the world to save her son. <laughs> Got that one? That was a good one, Tim. I really like that one. That one is definitely Home Alone. Home Alone. That was a quality entry. Home Alone. All right, let's get... Uh, Tim, you really should write synopsises for like Thank Roku's you. Guide or whatever. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, we did uh, We did. It's a Wonderful Life, right? There's, there's one that I'm hoping we get to, and, I, I'm seeing, and I'll hold on to it to the end, but I'm, I'm really hoping you wrote one for, for one of my favorite Christmas movies. On the verge of a nervous breakdown, a husband and father wakes to find himself in a living nightmare when he and his family become trapped by the people who have made their lives hell for years, forcing him onto the brink of insanity. But things take a turn for the worse when a deranged lunatic from Kansas arrives and crashes the party. He begins to abuse the family for food and shelter before threatening murder in order to give everyone a Merry Christmas. Holy shit. Tim. What is this movie? I, and I think I know what it, but I don't am know I describing? that... Deranged, deranged lunatic from Kansas shows up threatening murder in order to ensure everyone has a Merry Christmas. It's Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. How did I not get that, Tim? Because you were like, wait, what movie are you describing? Yeah, wait, what movie? Yeah, you got me with that one. All right. One, let's do one more. One more. One more. Did We did a Christmas carol, right? Yeah. Okay. A desperate man on the brink of divorce decides to get revenge on his wife by ruining her company Christmas party. When a gang of mercenaries takes everyone hostage, the man reeling from the reality that his wife no longer uses her married name spirals into madness and begins killing partygoers before throwing someone off the roof. God. So beautiful. So beautiful. So eloquent. Tim, that, that's definitely Die Hard. Die Hard. The best Christmas movie of all Christmas movies. All right. So which one did you not get? It's a Wonderful Life? I didn't get It's a Wonderful Life, and I didn't get the other one. Okay, um, so you win. Christmas Vacation? Is that yeah, one you didn't get? I didn't get Yeah. All right. You did good, David. I think so. All right. I feel good about it. I feel better about this one than the last game we played where I didn't know the Nick Cage movie. <laughs> Yeah, that one you didn't get Spider-Man. No, I sucked. Yeah. I sucked yeah. hard. Well, that's right. You guys, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, David and I Happy appreciate holidays. you guys listening and, uh, man, everything. We're going to have a lot of fun. We've got um, Spider-Man coming up. We've got The King's Man coming up. Um, then we're going to spill into 2022. We'll we'll do a wrap-up of 2021. That's always fun. When we, you know, we'll try to get a, a couple people together and like we do. Go over um, some stuff. Yeah, we'll go over this. We got award season coming up. and we'll, Our outlook of 2022. Yeah. What's coming. And uh, eventually we'll do True Romance, which has become the Matt Damon of our show. <laughs> we got True Romance coming up. Oh, we've run out of time for True Romance. All right. So... Um, but hey, thank you very much. Happiest of holidays, whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate. So we love you guys. Love and, you. Uh, yeah. Peace. Peace.